0: Before we dive in, two things. First, thank you. Listeners like you are why we do this. Our team works hard on every episode to ensure we bring you the best content possible. Second, it's a gift-giving time of year. People ask us all the time, what's your setup or what's your favorite gear? We put all of our favorites together in our New Generation Leader gift guide. Find recommendations for those hard-to-buy-for people on your list and get them something great this year. Find a gift guide at newgenerationleader.fm gift. And we'll keep this up to date all year round. All right, let's get on with the show.
1: New Generation Leader.
0: There's nothing artificial about leadership. Leaders worth following must upgrade their relational operating systems. Real influence will come from leaders who build trust with empathy and insight. LeaderCast 2023 was all about human intelligence And on episode 41 of the New Generation Leader podcast, we recorded live in front of the LeaderCast Richmond audience. Panelists Steve Perky, Brian Berry, Jerry Howard joined me on stage to talk about human intelligence leading in the digital age and what it means for you to lead in the ever evolving, always changing digital world. Let's dive in. Welcome to the New Generation Leader Podcast. We're giving you the tools you need to lead in the digital world. Ready to reach your true potential? This is the New Generation Leader Podcast. So guys, we've been talking about human intelligence today. There's something about this new age, this new phase of living. So Steve, I'm gonna come to you first. As a coach and consultant, in this digital age and the digital world, what are you seeing that's different than the rest of your career, which has been in technology, a field full of innovation, innovation for a long time? What are you seeing that's different, and how are you approaching that in this new era?
2: Yeah, so it's it,
0: it's an incredible amount of uh,
2: change. We started out. Many of us in this room were born in uh, what I've heard referred to as the Gutenberg era was highly influenced by the printed media. The digital age has really been coming to light in the past few years, but it's been, it it started, you know, a few decades ago. Especially in the past two, three years, it has accelerated immensely. And we really do live in a uh, completely different culture than many of us were born into. Uh, But we didn't get the pleasure of traveling to that new culture, we just kinda, here we are. So, it's learning how to uh, relate. Um, I like to say we've redefined our place, we've redefined our relationships, and we've redefined time. So, our place, we are together with thousands of people globally today at this conference. Our time, uh, we can record anything and watch it later. A lot of things are on demand. So we we can kind of shift that time and, and redo our schedules. But the connectedness that we are experiencing has moved from a relational connectedness to more of a networking connectedness. And so the human intelligence aspect a lot of times becomes more accidental than it has been in the past. So as we move into, deeper into the digital age, and we really have just uh, really barely scratched the surface of the beginning of the digital age. And, uh, moving forward, our human intelligence is going to be more and more
3: important.
0: As you look back at the Gutenberg era, the industrial revolution, even thinking about time periods of generations, we've had these standard amounts of time, those periods were 200 years. A generation is about 18 years. But you look at a chart that shows the rapid adoption of ChatGPT compared to other technologies, and you see how much faster things are changing and being adopted. And I heard this once, you go back to, anybody uh, remember, or anybody still have a floppy disk around the using? <laughs> Probably not. I just... It's a coaster. <laughs> I was
3: just going to say, I was shooting at them recently.
0: <laughs> so, if you plot the size of the floppy disk, and now up to, I just ordered a two terabyte hard drive yeah. as an extra hard drive for my computer. If you plot that, how much data we can store, it's scary how much data is out there. And I think that's important for us to recognize and realize. Pay attention, like you said, to the human side. Of what's changing around us, outside of us, but look back in the mirror and realize, hey, what's what's moving away from the way things have been. So, what would you say to people to encourage them to tap into that human side? First, I,
2: uh, think about it as concentric circles, right? Where yourself is in the center, and then as it goes out, you got yourself, your family, your team, your organization, and your community. To be a leader today and really connect with, with people, it starts with knowing yourself before you can lead yourself. Because if you, if you don't possess a knowledge of being able to lead yourself, you really can't lead others. And that's what it's really going to take uh, in the digital age, is that intentional working on yourself. And being here today is is a huge part of that, right? Because you're working on yourself, you're investing in yourself. But working on yourself, Knowing what your tendencies are that lead to your actions that result in your consequences in your life, good or bad. Because one of the things about the AI that is out there, and this is scary, if you're scrolling through your phone, you're on social media, all of a sudden an ad pops up for something, the technology out there really almost knows your tendencies as good or better than you do. So if you're not intentional about continuing to learn about yourself and knowing what those tendencies are and then proactively writing your story for the future, then you're going to be a product of the digital age instead of being a leader in
0: the digital age. I heard Coach Kevin Eastman yesterday morning. Many of you here in, from Richmond know Kevin. If you follow the NBA, you know Kevin. If you don't follow Kevin or the NBA, perhaps you've heard of some of the players he's coached, like Kobe Bryant, Kevin Moran, um, and he said something yesterday that I wrote down. He said, being intentional is what you do on purpose to fulfill your purpose. And I think that's a great reminder. So often we don't look at ourselves and what we can do for ourselves because we think it's selfish so we don't take care of ourselves because we're so busy taking care of everybody else, but it's really important that we are healthy, not to a selfish level, but healthy so that we have something to give to other people. So Brian, this is truly a chaotic period. Rapid change happening all around us. If you go back to the 20s, the 30s, the 50s of the 1900s, when people thought it was changing a lot then, it's changing even more now. And your business brand name is Harvesting Chaos. So, how are you meeting people in those places of chaos and helping them find clarity? It may be important to
1: explain how I came about that name, too. Um, I was in the investment advisory practice for about 30 years, and if you manage other people's money or do anything with the market, you do understand chaos that's pretty much what happens. Um, I sold that practice about five years ago, and so watching everything happen with markets these days, you know, so this, it no longer affects my sleep like it used to. Um, coming through that and dealing with clients and dealing with business owners, as markets rose and fell, sometimes, understandably, most times, there seemed to be no reason that it was understandable for folks. But getting people to walk through avoiding panic in those situations was always important. Um, For me, five years ago, before I realized I was ready to sell my practice and move into something else, um, I went through a medical issue which was extremely bad um, for about a 65-day period, which the beginning of that was finding out one day that you had 60 days to live when all you thought you had was a bad stomach ache. And you get diagnosed that day with end-stage liver kidney failure and you're told by your doctor that, a Miracle, you've got about 60 days left. Now, that triggers chaotic thoughts in your brain. So, um, and for a minute, I've, I froze. It's what some it's what business leaders uh, at times do. And bad news hits them uh, in markets. If interest rates go nuts, it can impact everything. Um, what, over the last couple of years, we had people paying, you know, what, $100,000 above asking price for houses in the race, and, I was panicking over what to do and I'm not going to say they made bad decisions, but they made decisions oftentimes driven by, if I don't make this deal, it's going to go away rather than, you know, it's just the financially right thing for me to do. I'm not knocking people doing any of that, but they were just faced with those decisions to have to make. Business owners every day, whether it's the employment situation, whether it's turnover, turnover with employees or just an inability to fill positions, Or just the fact that you can't manage or treat employees the the same way they may have been managed 40 or 50 years ago, when folks worked because they had to, because they needed the paycheck, and so whatever the demand was from the boss, they would do it to keep the job. And nowadays, in most fields, people have options. They don't like the way you treat them. They'll go somewhere else. Um, So how do you face the, the chaos in that as well? So, what we do, and what attracted me uh, a few years ago to become certified through Giant, was the tools that they make available to allow me to use simple pictures and simple concepts of things that I've been working with for 30 years, managing client expectations and small business owners, day-to-day emotional roller coasters. with these simple tools like this know-yourself-to-lead-yourself to tool, or, or your, your peace index. So what we focus on with people is getting them to become fully self-aware, but also understand how to manage their inner peace. So when Facebook with chaos, they know the steps to, stand, to step back, take a deep breath. I mean, literally, remember to do the first thing you did when you were born, which was breathe, uh, which sounds so simple, but can be awfully tough to do. At times when you're faced with panic and can't immediately see the answer or the solution. And if you try to act without taking that deep breath, you can make a mistake. And a lot of times when you make that first mistake, it's followed up by a second mistake. And then that downward spiral comes and it just gets worse if you don't have someone there or some tool to grab onto to help you just take a pause. So that's how I work with clients um, to do that. And uh, I mean, the giant tools are great because they do this. this they're not complicated. It's very, very simple pictures that just allow somebody to go, okay, took a deep breath, I'm good, I can handle this, I know where to turn. And going back to
0: the basics is so helpful. There are things that either we learned or maybe we didn't learn or we should have learned. <laughs> and going back to some of those basics, having a simple picture or illustration that we can bring to mind helps make it so simple. And helps make it, I I saw this comment just this morning from another coach, uh, another giant in the country. He said, I got this feedback from a team leader today who said, I just heard this tool referenced in everyday conversation five times, just today around the office. And that's when you know the simple language has become part of the everyday vocabulary. Uh, We'll link to those uh, tools and images in the show notes at fm so everybody can download those. Jerry, one of the things we talk about as giant as a whole is the vision to see every sector in every major city in the world liberated is our, our work, bringing out the highest possible good. Our focus is here in Richmond. So how have you seen that in different sectors you've been working in? How have you seen liberation come to life for those leaders? Well, the first
3: thing I'd say is, liberation transcends all industries. Leadership transcends all industries. We've got a number of industries represented here today, not only on the panel, but also in the audience. And that's what I found is that when when we speak the language of leadership, we speak the language that everyone wants to learn, everyone wants to know, and everyone wants to work for, and be led by a leader worth following. So when we talk about the giant tools and how applicable they are, they really do transcend any industry. For example, I have a background in healthcare. I used to run small hospitals. I own a small construction company now, that I don't operate. But tools are effective in both of those scenarios. So I tend to hang out in those areas. And what I've found is that when you become a leader worth following, it doesn't matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert. It doesn't matter if you are detail-oriented or even not, you are somebody that can lead others. And so that's really what, what I've seen in all areas with the, uh, the language of leadership is that we're liberating people that, hey, well, I'm just not an extrovert, so I can't do whatever. Believe it or not, I'm an introvert, and I had to take a, a deep breath before coming up here because I was eating my salad thinking that I have salad in my teeth before I sat down. <laughs> so Brian says, take a deep breath. I'm like, yeah, that's right, I got to breathe. Right? So that's what we do. We, we help leaders stop in the middle of that chaos, just like Brian described. Take that deep breath and say, okay, what's the right decision? I don't know that AI can do that quite frankly. Like you think about healthcare, for example. Can AI see that the patient has a, what we call a flat effect? A flat effect is a sure sign of patients declining probably quickly. An experienced nurse, just like Andy Stanley said, can pick up on that and how much experience goes into building a building or doing construction that AI probably won't be able to pick up on. So those are the questions I like to ask when I'm hearing about those things, but also looking at how transcendent language leadership is across all those
0: industries. It's people (laughs) leadership, and I think that's the future. So let's dive a little bit deeper into healthcare. A scenario that has been part of lawsuits is the tension between healthcare providers being uncertain as to whether they can speak up and speak out about a patient's care and needs. Jerry, how do you see that with leaders? Because it's not just the nursing dynamic, it's people dynamic. And we see it in every sector. But how would you encourage team leaders to make sure they're hearing from everybody on their team?
3: Yeah, that's the thing. It's a big topic. I was just speaking with someone back there about that at our table about what we call creating emotional safety. And even as the administrator of the hospital, so the book essentially stops with me, I still didn't have emotional safety because I wasn't sure who would react to what I said in all cases. So even me being the administrator, I still didn't have the emotional safety to always speak up. So how many people are sitting at that same table having that same challenge? Well, if we implement a language of leadership and understand everybody's strengths, their tendencies, we really start to build relationships around that trust, and trust is the key. So if that uh, certified nurse's aide or nurse is kind of a quiet personality, but they feel empowered, now they're going to speak up when they do see that flat effect on that patient or if that patient's declining, whereas before they might not have spoke up because maybe their manager's a little more uh, of a loud voice, as we say. So the louder voices then will kind of subordinate themselves a little bit to the quieter ones and ask for that input. When we can create that 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 liberation, you say, inside the healthcare, I how many patients' lives
0: we can save and how many problems we can we can mitigate. You know, what's interesting is you highlight liberation. This was something else I was thinking about this week. Kevin Eastman talked yesterday about truth and the power of truth. And I think truth and AI and as we talk about it, challenge are kind of synonymous. Support is something the encouragement and motivation that we can give alongside that clarity and that truth. That's what gets us the liberation. That's what helps us have the human intelligence to overcome AI and truly bring something unique to the table. All right, Steve, I'm gonna come back to you and then we're gonna go down the line. I'm gonna ask you the question that Andy asked all of us this morning and then we asked this crowd to talk about at our first break. What are you hoping to feel as you walk away from today? I'm hoping to feel that there is hope
2: for tomorrow. You listen to um, a presentation from uh, Dr. Dirks about AI. that can be scary, that can be extremely scary. And I think rightfully so. But hope to know that as humans, we still are in control. And by identifying what we can control, we can be intentional. So, just having that hope to know that it's going to all work out. I mean, be intentional, and don't be accidental.
0: Hope is a good word. There's a tool for that.
1: There's a tool for that. (laughs) So I've been thinking about this since we heard that question this morning. I don't know how this is going to sound, but I think the word is accomplished. And what I mean by that is that we will have accomplished bringing this to a group of people with intention. Um, You know, we... We didn't know we had this opportunity until late December of doing this. Um, some of you, I mean, a lot of you, all of you, have heard us mention the five voices today. My foundational voice is a pioneer, so I don't like to wait for stuff. So I was waiting around to see if anybody else was gonna pick up this license, because I wanted to bring it, um, to, bring it to a crowd that I want to help. So uh, I basically called these guys on the 28th of December and said, you guys aren't gonna buy the license, I'm gonna do it. Um, but you got to come on and help me bring this. So, um, so going through that really, really rapid four-month period, which doesn't sound rapid until so you're trying to put the event together like this, um, I think accomplished and ready to sleep through the night. <laughs> so, um, but I'm just—I'm excited that all of you are here, and I hope you're—I hope you have enjoyed it. And if you have, then you can help me feel accomplished. <laughs> so.
3: you can help him by clapping. <laughs> First, I'll say Brian did an excellent job and did probably the lion's share of the work. Uh, I just said, hey, let me know how I can help, and you know, well, that's, and that's challenge. I <laughs> <laughs> You
1: can come up, you
3: leave your saddle alone, come up here with us. So, I mean, I like it up here, but I, you know, it's a good side, <laughs> Uh So, the word that comes to mind for me, and, I, and it goes along with what Amy Stanley said, And the reason why is my wife and I are facing a couple of pretty strong decisions. Like she's considering changing her job and has asked for my input on that, which is actually kind of a miracle because, you know, she's usually the stronger personality. Uh, But trust comes to mind. And so she's getting these intuitive, it's what we call intuition, kind of signals about whether it's right or wrong. And so I hope to feel trust walking out of here. Trust and not just the people around me, but my own intuition.
0: That's great. Well, I think my hope is, and if the the noise and the chatter around your table was any indication as we started this recording and this conversation is the fact that you have hopefully made a connection with somebody else. I think my my hope is that uh, we all have a connection to know that we're not in this alone no matter where you are, no matter what you do, if you can't here by yourself from your company, you know now that there are other people in the region who you can connect with, who you can link up with, and follow up on this, these conversations about human intelligence, about leadership, about bringing your best in whatever industry that you're in. Uh, LeaderCast has been going on in Richmond for quite some time. A couple folks in here were part of the earliest days. Uh, I was part of the last hosting of LeaderCast four years ago, and at that point in time, I was the only person using Giant in Central Virginia. And so part of Together for me is getting to do this together with all of the Giant coaches who are here now. We're up to 20, I think, across the Commonwealth, and half of that's here in Central Virginia. So the power of Together is strong, it's exciting, and it means that we can, I always say, we can do more together than we could ever do on our own. As a pioneer like Brian, I spent a long time in my life trying to do it alone, but it's much better together. So uh, that's my encouragement to, to each of you the rest of the this afternoon as you connect around the table. Make sure you uh, get to know those names, schedule a follow-up, and make sure you put some of these insights into practice. Well, that's our conversation. We've got to get back to LeaderCast live. But thanks for listening to this episode of the New Generation Leader podcast. You can download the show notes, get all these tools that these guys mentioned, and we'll link to their LinkedIn's and websites as well on newgenerationleader.fm. So that was the recording. Thank you for uh, joining. Thanks for listening to the New Generation Leader podcast. Subscribe today on your favorite podcasting platform. Ready to solve your leadership crisis? Download the show notes and unlock your true leadership potential at newgenerationleader.com podcast. Thanks for listening today. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the New Generation Leader podcast. Thanks again for listening to today's show. Don't forget to check out the New Generation Leader gift guide at newgenerationleader.fm gift. Thanks to Brian, Jim, Jay, and the team behind the scenes. We'll see you next time on the New Generation Leader podcast.